What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Coleman, Sports Talk with Brandon. On this Tuesday, uh, today we'll be talking about Raw. Recapping that from last night, which looks pretty decent, really good. Uh, then we're going to talk about some baseball news that came up this past weekend. A lot of things covered there. Some uh, mainly one thing, news thing that happened, big news thing that happened. Uh, other than that, basically the rest of the sports news is pretty quiet. We're getting the NBA starting on Thursday, so I'm going to start covering that as well. Uh, but let's get right into it. So from World of Baseball, last... Uh, this past weekend, the Phillies played the Marlins. Two players had came down with the virus pro- during the Phillies weekend. After that happened, they went back with the team and everything, and they were about to play uh, their home opener this uh, as of yesterday. That got canceled. Um, and 14, 12 other players, and or eight other players and two staffers, had caught the virus as well. Um, this is not a good sign for baseball. Most people think that baseball will be finally just shut down. They're not going to finish it. They were talking about going in Bleacher that um, there could be a way where Miami would not play the rest of the season. Everybody else could. Now Philly had to quarantine himself. They did it voluntarily. They were probably the first team to know. Also got canceled was the Yankees versus uh, Yankees game got canceled last night. Also, the, they played the Miami Marlins played the Braves the prior night, so or Wednesday night before the season kicked off fully. So a lot of stuff up in shambles. Nothing really concrete, um, but not, surpri- not really surprising. There was back and forth all year, all the past couple months trying to figure out if they could even do the season. So this is the outcome. We'll see what happens from there. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Hopefully we can find a good solution. If not, uh, we'll, they'll end up, I think, canceling the season. I don't think they're going to finish out the season for baseball. Baseball is the toughest because they're traveling, and you really can't tell the players what to do and where to go or to stay home or something. So it's kind of just like baseball is in a – we're catch-22 of we want to play, but they also want to get paid, which um, nonetheless, I don't think you should be really worrying about that. Your safety is the most important thing, in my case. Um, overall, bad situation with baseball could get worse as they come on. We'll see. Um, but on the other flip side of that, NFL put out a memo to all teams as of yesterday saying that if any player goes against the health and safety rules or any of that, you could be fined or suspended under the conduct policy, which makes sense. They would put those rules in place kind of like, even though they'll have agreement yet for the bargaining, 
it's kind of technically been there in place already. This is extenuating circumstances, so this makes sense that the NFL puts in place now before they go to training camp on Thursday. Um, we'll see what happens from there, though. Let's get kicked into Raw review. Let me just give my overall thoughts of the show. Overall thoughts of the show, really good matches, really fun. I was so impressed by some of the stuff we've seen in this show. Um, three really decent matches, a lot of really good segments, lots of building a SummerSlam, which is what you want to do before a big pay-per-view. So this one's not as surprising as I thought it would be. Um, honestly, looking forward to seeing what they will do. Um, see what they will do. Hopefully, they keep building these great shows to build to the pay-per-view. Um, my, three, my three things tonight was Sasha, Sasha Asuka, which was amazing. Uh, the tag match is really good. The ending was kind of convoluted, but makes sense. And Drew McIntyre, the Randy Orton promo at the beginning, which that's going to kick. That's going to That actually kicks off Friday night. Randy Orton kind of promo uh, to uh, uh, he kicks off Raw saying that you know I woke up this morning. And I wanted to be WWE champion. I've been a legend killer. I've been a legacy. I've done all these things in my career, 20 years. And now I'm going to go after you, Drew. And I want that WWE championship. And I'm fought for a challenge that we, me and you were going to fight at SummerSlam. And he walks off. And you don't know when it's coming, but I will hit you with the RKO pretty much. Um, good promo, Randy. Randy. It was amazing. It had that really feel of like a fight felt really real and really uh, interesting, but at the same time it, you can see his motivation and he's done a good job motivating himself to what he wants to do. So then he walks backstage Nia Jax passes him he passes Nia Jax who coming out for a promo this This one was kind of okay. This one wasn't great by Nia Jax, but she pretty much said the same thing. You know, I got this morning. I want to be Raw in the championship. I got screwed the title, which is true. When then Oscar beat her, then Oscar beat her handily at the last interview. Or Charlotte got in the way of that. Charlotte took that opportunity from her, and now look where Charlotte is. And then she gets interrupted by Shayna Baszler. Baszler pretty much walks out and says. Nobody cares. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna destroy you. They're about to. They pretty much are about to brawl. They do brawl. Um, refs break it up. They're gonna have a match later on tonight. And then we have our first true match of the night, which was the Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. The or or Viking Raiders versus Andrew Garza and Andrade versus Cedric Alexander and Rick Shea. This triple that was really fun. A lot of good spots. Garza and Andrade were just in the back waiting with the opportunity. Both the babyface teams were like, no, we're just going to come attack you. They get out of the ring, attack them, throw them around. It brings down to a smosh. Ivar hits this like top rope splash that knocks out everybody. And then Garza hits the wing clipper on Cedric for the win. They win. They're going to face Street Profits for the tag team titles. Before the match even started, Street Profits came out, cut a promo, and 
talked about what you know, welcome this morning, eating much BNJ, kind of stuff like that. But they, you know, run down each team, all right, you know, the Viking, the Viking, um, the Viking Raiders, their, you know, friends and everything. Then they're talking about Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. He calls Cedric the entertainer. He also calls Ricochet, I think, something. I forget what he calls Ricochet. And then he, he for Drade and Garza, the telenovela with uh, Lina Vega. And that was just kind of funny. And he, and he calls out Garza because Ivar pretty much took your took your woman, took Charlie from you and made moves. And you're now pissed. <laughs> that was pretty funny by uh, Dawkins. Um, overall, really fun match. Really interesting story. I do think... I do think Garza and them getting the south shot was not surprising. They were, that was the team I thought expected. Um... We'll see if they win a separate I don't. They might just take the belts off the profits, but the profits have had a decent run with the belts. Um, and then we cut backstage, um, and yeah, we cut backstage, and. Nia Jax is talking to John Cohn. We also cut backstage at one point, and we see... Or after that, we come back from commercial. Nia Jax and Jane Bates are about to have a match. They, it's not really a match. It's kind of just a brawl. So the match number is going. They get counted out, and they just keep fighting and keep going at it. Finally, Rafe's break it up. Nia Jax throws one of the, uh, one of the backstage producers into Baszler to knock her off the apron. Takes his shirt, rips his shirt off, and that have the same ends. This is kind of a dud. <laughs> to be totally honest, this was not great. But I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it interesting and understandable. But um, but at the same time, at the same time, they're not really. They're trying to build up Shane Baylor, but not really. They're trying to make sure she's still strong in some occasions. So. We after that we see we cut backstage. Seth Rollins, they show close up Seth Rollins' eyes. He's kind of promo, pretty much saying, you know, uh, he asked Murphy, "What's wrong?" And you know, do you think do you think Dominic's really gonna come tonight? And you know, he says yes, but at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, build raw in my own image, and we take one step back. We we take one step forward. We have two steps back, and now I'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen. And then they come out to cut a promo. Me saying, you know, we did the eye for an eye match, and you know, I'm still trying to make you know raw my own image and be the Monday Night Messiah. And then Dominic comes out. Dominic's hesitant, which not surprising. He stays on the ramp. You know, he's in response. Says, "Come on, come, come to the ring. I'm not hurt you." And he tells Murphy to open the ropes for him, and he does. And um, right as he gets in the ring, about to say something, they try to beat him up, which is not surprising. They beat him up. They're, you know, he's taking, he's taking punishment here and other. Black comes out to try to make the save. Kind of makes the save. Dominic runs off. Murph, you know, Black's laid out. 
Seth tells Murphy to take him and put him his eye, you know, take him and put his head through the ring steps, kind of try to guys it out. He does, kind of crisply. And uh, Dominique gets a candlestick and just like beats Rollins and Murphy back and forth, chasing him off. And that's how the film ends. I'm not surprised by that. That was actually really good. I think, honestly, if you're going to do that, do it in a way that's fun. And I think keeping the storyline going with Dominic was a good thing. Um, overall, I don't really think Seth loses anything for that, but I don't think I don't think Black looks good here because Black took it beat up for it. Um, overall, I'm gonna give the sec. I think I'll give the sec. sec- overall, the sec was good. Just need some. More- I think we're just trying to build up everything to Seth's next challenger, whoever that will be. And give Murphy, give Murphy more dimension, which they did a good job. They gave Murphy a lot more dimension, a lot more believability. So that was also a good thing. Um, then we cut backstage. We see um, we see Mark Henry talking to um, Ruby Riot and. Bianca Belair, we cut a commercial, come back, R-Truth, and R-Truth walks up to Mustafa Ali saying, I'm going to get my baby back, I'm going to get the 24-7 channel back, um, you know, you're about to face Bobby Lashley, and he says, yeah, I'm preparing for that, I'm ready for it, you know, he has, an MVP, he has that VIP segment, and, and I think uh, Truth says, are you going MVP? Lounge and you mean the VIP lounge, <laughs> then they go back and forth. And Archer says, You know, Masafa, you know, I'm at your back, and Masafa, and he walks off. And Masafa, all he's like, He called me Musafa <laughs> from Lion King, and it was so that was just kind of funny. I love that. So we get the MVP VIP lounge with MVP Bobby Lashley and Telton Bidman, the 24 7 champion. Um, Musafa Lee comes out, Lee says. You know, if he says, I can help you, you're already a bright young star. You have so much potential, and yet you're wasting that potential on um, uh, you know, wasting that potential with your two friends. But I can absolutely give you the opportunity to win championships, or are you into um, and, you know, Marisava says, I've done this on my own. I don't need your help. I'm not really going to... I know what you're trying to offer me, but no. You have your two goons there that you've brain, you know, brainwashed and everything. And I thought this was really good because they gave him some character and it was so, so good. Um, then we come back. There's It's Mustafa Lee versus Bobby Lashley. This match was fun, but this match was kind of weird because I thought Musawi should have won, but they gave Bobby Lashley the win. Lashley gets a couple big moves. We see him start off kind of fast, and he he draws a line in the middle of the ring saying, come at me. Musawi does, and pretty much it's like destroys, pushing back, and goes back and forth a bit. Musawi gets some offense in. Finishes with the full Nelson, where he locks him in. Masawa taps out, and that's the end. Um, 
between two points of this, at the beginning of the MVP segment, you see, um, at the beginning of the MVP segment, like, middle of the MVP segment, you see our troops try to come get the 24-7 tower from Shaden. Uh, try to roll up Shelton Benjamin. He doesn't. Runs off because last year's about to attack him. And then in this match, and then in the match, you see Akira Tozawa and his ninja try to roll up Shelton Benjamin. He gets, his ninjas get thrown around. Um, Um, the other thing that was really interesting was the fact that as we're going through this, you can tell that they're really trying to make the faction big and huge and everything. I really love it. Um, And then so we we have a little back we still have a little video package for Bailey and Banks after the MVP Bobby Lashley segment match thing and they're kind of going through the history of what's gone on so far and then Bailey and Banks come out for a promo pretty much saying you know um you know I'm the you know I'm gonna be the Roman Championship we're gonna have all the gold. We are good people, all that kind of stuff. Really, really good stuff. Um, um, so, Kyrie saying, and Oscar come out. They're out here for the match and everything. Kyrie saying, chases Bailey to the back. We cut to commercials. We come back. The match start has about to start. They can do rain announcement and stuff. And this match was so much fun. So much fun. Um, I think I think it was interesting that they did a good job of like counters, submission moves, a couple of bank statements. The count-out spots they did were really inventive. They're not something you knew that the the ending was going to be a count-out, which, like I said before, I think the count... Uh, like I said, you know, last night with some of my friends, I was talking about how the count was kind of weird, but I think it worked in this case to make it seem interesting. You didn't do it. Um... Um, but I think the one thing I loved was we had a counter into the bank statement, into the on bar, panned into a counter to the bank statement, just back and forth, just good counters and good, like, wrestle, just like core, you know, average wrestling. Um, I was having so much fun watching this. Um, uh, I think... I think the one thing with the finish that I did, I think like that you have the Cybertron comes up, 
You see Kyrie backstage getting beat on by Baylor. Um, then the count. Um, then Oscar's kind of like, what I do, what I do. Sasha Banks is laid out pretty much. They come, she goes around to the back. She gets counted out. It is a screwy finish. I do agree with that. Um, it's like another screwy finish after SummerSlam has a couple screwy finishes. Or, uh, Shroomul has a couple screwy finishes. Um, but overall, I think it's a good little way to give Sasha the belt. Uh. Um, Bailey runs off after she tries to get to, after Oscar gets back there, they get the title, um, they celebrate, we cut, we come to Chris commercial, come back, Charles Cruz was talking about, you know, Carrie Smith, okay, they're in the trainer's room talking, Oscar comes out, Oscar's, uh, or before Oscar comes out, Bailey and Banks are back there, you know, just excited, happy they won and everything, they ran. They go off. Oscar comes out. Oscar screams and just mad, which makes sense. Um, they did a good job of making sure uh, everything works in their favor. The other thing is, I think, I wonder how long Banks is going to hold the title, if Banks is going to lose it quickly, or if they're trying to wait as long as they can to make the Bailey Banks storyline happen in front of fans. That could be a while. That could be a year down the road at the rate that we're going. Um, we'll see. I think um, so after this we see um, Murphy come out he's about to have a match with uh, Alberto Carrillo um, this match was fun Carrillo gets his revenge Murphy actually wins the match uh, pretty handily, no problem. So Murphy gets that kind of big win he needs. Del Sawyer's backstage, and you know, Charlie asks him, "Do you know what the do you know what the stipulation is?" You know, I'm gonna beat Drew tonight, and I'm gonna get another chance at the WWE Championship. Randy can wait his time because I want to get my time. And I think that was kind of cool, giving Dolph some kind of believability. We cut backstage again. Drew is talking to Mark Henry before he comes out to cut the promo. He cuts the promo. He says, I accept your challenge, Randy, at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. And um, Dolph interrupts, comes out, says, what's the simulation? Extreme rules for both of us. Um, and... Uh, so then they they start the match. This is a really fun match. Interesting match. Pretty much Drew is destroying Dolph. Here's the other. Dolph gets on top, hits a famouser, hits a couple super kicks. Drew picks up Dolph on the outside at one point and just pretty much runs him through the timekeeper there with the barricaded and knocks them both out. That was fun. Um, Drew, they get back in the ring. Before the 10 count, they have an exchange back and forth. Drew hits a couple um, knees, a couple kicks, 
chips up at one point after Dolph hits the famous player. Um, Claymore for the win. He celebrates um, out of nowhere. Randy Orton comes, hits the RKO. RKO out of nowhere. He's posing with the belt. That's how the show ends. Overall, this show was... This show was very fun. This show was actually very interesting. I think the show did a lot more to build to SummerSlam. It is kind of like that editor era booking, uh, but we hope hopefully we'll get better as things go on. A lot of championship matches, which I don't really fully like, but um, overall, uh, I give the show a uh, four out of five. I think it's a pretty good show. If it keeps getting this good, I'll be fine with it. I think the only thing you say, less championship matches, more built-in stories, but they have to build a SummerSlam some way. Um, but I'll keep you posted on everything going on with baseball, the NFL, that kind of stuff. Also, I'll be back on Thursday for the NXT review from NXT tomorrow night. We're bringing a couple good matches on that. I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be from next time. See ya. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.